With Siyata Dishmaya, we're going to continue with the lessons on Havas Israel as brought down by the Beit Levi, with Hashem's help. All right, so now let's talk about Emuna and Havas Israel. So the Beit Levi mentions that the well-known Gemara that recounts the story of Hillel and the potential convert who asked Hillel to teach him the entire Torah. He was standing on one foot. And so Hillel replied, what you would not wish to be done to yourself, don't do to another. And this is the entire Torah. All the rest is commentary. And this would imply that the mitzvah of loving your fellow Jew is the foundation of the entire Torah. So, so doesn't the Gemara teach Habakkuk came and established the entire Torah on one principle, but the Sadiq shall live through his emuna. Habakkuk says that the foundation of the Torah is emuna. Hillel says it's a concern for others. There seems to be a contradiction. Is, is it emuna or is it a Havas Israel? So Kliyakar answers that the Torah consists of two parts. Mitzvot between man and Hashem and mitzvot between man and his friend. And the foundation of all mitzvot between, between man and Hashem is what Habakkuk taught, emunah. And while the foundation of all mitzvot between man and his friend is what Hillel taught, ahavas Israel. So Kliyakar explains that indeed, the man was asking Hillel to teach him the foundation of each of these parts. To which Hillel responded with the verse, you shall love your fellow as yourself. I am Hashem. So the first half of the verse, you shall love your fellow as yourself, is the foundation of all mitzvot between man and his friend. And the second half, I am Hashem, refers to the mitzvah of emuna, which is the foundation of all mitzvot between man and Hashem. So Kliyakar continues that this theme is symbolized by the keruvim, the angelic figures that rested on the Arona Koesh. And Aron Hakodesh and the Mishkan and the Beis Hamikdash in the Torah and the Book of Shemot it states that the wings of the Keruvim were spread towards Shemaim while their faces were looking at each other and this alludes to these two parts of the Torah in the introduction of you know when we we talked earlier about the you know Hillel and what he was saying and what he was asked and Kliyakar so the at first glance, it seems that these two foundations of the Torah are not related. But if we take a closer look, we'll see that they are in fact one. The source of all, Ahavas Israel, is really Emunah. The Beis HaLavi explains in the essay that one has to love his fellow because he is one of Hashem's creation. If you understand that Hashem created every person and cares about him and loves him, then you have to love him as well. The stronger your emunah, the, deep, the deeper will be your love for the Jewish people. And furthermore, if, you, if a person really believed that his fellow man could do anything to hurt him or harm him unless Hashem willed it, then there would be no room for hate or jealousy or any detrimental character traits. All those negative traits come from a lack of emunah and bitahon, from believing that we are in control, that someone else has the ability to take something away from us. And if we try harder or push harder, we're going to get more. That goes against the, 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 the knowledge of Hashem, of knowing that there is Hashem. Because everything that Hashem has here in this world is only a stick that He uses, but it, it all is from Shemaim, from Hashem Himself. And we've all heard the Gemara in the cause of the destruction of the second Bektamidas 
And many of the speeches that we hear on Tisha B'Av revolve around this topic, encouraging us to work on strengthening ourselves in this area. But what is perhaps not well known is that the eye-opening teaching of the Vilna Gaon, who writes, who writes in Berea Gadas Bachana, the later ones in the time of the second Bekhtamidash toiled in Torah and Hesed. So why was it destroyed? Because of Sinachinam, to teach you that Sinachinam is equivalent to the three cardinal sins. And this is all from a lack of bitahon, because all jealousy and hatred stem from that. So in order to improve our sinachinam, we have to improve our emunah and bitahon. So these two, fundament, two fundamentals are intertwined. And for those of you who don't know, I do, we have a shiur going on, on emunah and bitahon, as brought down by the chobos alevavos and shahara bitahon. So you're more than welcome to take that shiur, Go to trusthashem.org and listen to the shiurs from the beginning because it's a step-by-step process that you should listen from the first lesson all the way up. And we're continuing to give these lessons throughout because it's a it's a, it's, it's a lifelong lifelong journey to get into the, 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 the rungs and climb up the ladder of Bitahan. Or you can also click and join the WhatsApp group as well. But start from the first lesson. Go to trusthashem.org and pick up that lesson and what it is. To learn about Shahara Bitahon and how to have it. Because this is something that you're here in this world, you're created to do. You're created to have it Bitahon in, in, in Hashem. The Torah says so. This is a commandment from the Torah. So in order, as we said, to improve our Sinahinam, we have to improve our Imunan Bitahon. Because these two are intertwined. And the flip side is true as well. Strengthening our Havas Israel causes us to have greater Imunan. The Beis Halavi teaches that the unity of the Jewish people causes Hashem's presence to dwell among us, causing us to truly feel His existence. Emunah and Bitahon, the connection to Hashem, come through the vessel of Jewish unity, Agdut. Agdut, it's a constant back and forth. Emunah fosters Hashem's presence. Lack of it causes the Shekhinah's departure. And we saw that, guys. We saw that on October 7th. Hashem gave us a ram call, loud, clear, stick. He used Amalek as a stick to remind us that we have to be in Agdu, to remind us that this is not okay. And Hashem is not going to allow it. Okay, so it's a reminder, but it was a stick that Kadosh Baruch Hu used. Because the Shekhinah's was the Shekhinah's departure when there's disunity in cloud Israel. And furthermore, treating our friends properly and appreciating what they do for us lead us to recognize and appreciate what Hashem does for us. So indeed, the Midrash Tanchuma states that one who denies the goodness that his friend did for him will end up denying the goodness that Hashem does for him. And one who is constantly aware of what his friend does for him will be trained to be thankful for everything he has, leading him to realize that in truth, everything is from Hashem. And Rav Shlomo Volbe would say that if a man's heart is closed and he sees only himself and no one outside of his heart, then he doesn't see other people and he doesn't see Hashem. And once you open the window of your heart and you see outward, caring and loving others, you will see Hashem. You will. So it's no coincidence that we always read the Parsha of Yosef and his brothers at the time of year when we observe the fast of Asara uh, Betevet. Parashava Yigash is always before Asara, Atara Beteves, and Begiki always follows Atara Beteves. The Haftarah, Parashava Yigash, relates a vision of the Nabi 
Yehezkiel, who was the prophet who initiated the fast day of Asarab Teves. Hashem told Yehezkiel to take one piece of wood and write on it Yehuda, and take another piece of wood and write on it Yosef. And then he was told to hold those pieces of wood together and miraculously they would join. These two pieces of wood symbolize the Jewish people. Right now, they are two groups. We are the group, there's a group of Yehuda and the group of Israel. We are waiting for the day when the two groups will unite, which will take place when Mashiach comes. And that's what we are waiting for. Atah echad v'simcha echad. You, God, are one and your name is one. We're also waiting for another factor. Mi kamcha Israel go echad ba'aretz. Who is like your Jewish people, one nation in the world? When we are one nation in the world, then Hashem will be recognized as the one God in the world. So Rav Elia, Eliyahu Zvi, the late Rosh Hashiva, a Yeshiva Gedola of Philadelphia, shares an enlightening thought about Ahavas Israel and Bitahon. The, mid, the Midrash states, Woe to us on the day of judgment. Woe to us on the day of rebuke. Yosef was one of the youngest of the Shevatim, yet the Shevatim couldn't stand before his words of chastisement when Yosef revealed himself to them, as the verse states in Bereshit, and his brothers could not answer him, for they were confounded. And when Hashem comes and chastises all of us, how much more so we will be confounded. And Yosef, who was one of the youngest of the Shevatim, confounded his brothers when he said two words, Ani Yosef. I am Yosef. So imagine, imagine what will happen at the end of time, which we are right now, when Hashem tells us, Ani Hashem. I am Hashem. So what exactly was Yosef HaSadik's rebuke to his brothers when he said the words, Ani Yosef? What was it? He said only two words that identified him. So the answer is that for many years, the Shevatim had been living with the thought that Yosef was a threat, determined to punish them for having sold them. They believed that according to the laws of the Torah, as a road death, Yosef deserved to be killed. In truth, they were mistaken. Yosef was not out to harm them. They had misunderstood his intentions. Therefore, these two words, Ani Yosef, confounded them. He was the viceroy of Egypt. They were in his power, but he was treating them like a brother. It was an eye-opener for them to learn that for many years they had been living a lie. And so do so too says Rav Elias Zevei when Mashiach comes and Hashem introduces Himself to us and says Ani Hashem, we will realize how we have lived false lives. We were constantly thinking that we were doing things. Of course, we have emunah and bitahon on our lips, and maybe even in our hearts to some extent. But do we really understand how little we are capable of accomplishing? Do we really understand that nothing that we do makes a difference? Do we really understand that no one can do us any harm whatsoever? He says that all our little squabbles and arguments and jealousy and hatred come from the fundamental misunderstanding that we think, we think that we are doing things or we, we, we don't do enough or that someone else does too much. We think that the, this, this impacts what will happen to us. But that's not the case at all. So these two words, Ani Hashem, will show us what we are living our lives for. Furthermore, 
Rav Zevei says that we realize that Ani Hashem means that Hashem created the world for the honor of Hashem, we will realize if I am here for the honor of Hashem and you are here for His honor, shouldn't we work together? Shouldn't we try to help each other to attain our end goal? Shouldn't your, shouldn't your success be my success? Shouldn't my success be your success? Shouldn't we work together as a team? So the pasuk that teaches the mitzvah ends with those same words. Ani Hashem. So when we fully realize and internalize Ani Hashem, it will change the way that we live our lives. The more we live with the with the with the understanding of Ani Hashem, the more we will live a life of Vehavata Lereha Kamoha. It will impact our emuna and bitahon. It will change the way we treat our friends, and that's what we can accomplish with these with those two magical life-changing words, Ani Hashem. And that is what we should be trying to do now if we don't want to wait for the Ani Hashem. Baruch Adonai Leolam Amen Ve Amen.